Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Bree Palmer, and this is the Amazing Human series. This is a podcast all about, well, amazing humans. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for taking time out of your day to listen. Really hope you find value in learning from the story you're about to hear. Whether you're new here or you've always listened, I appreciate you so much, and I just want you to remember that you are amazing in your own way. Now, let's get into today's episode. What's up? Welcome to this episode of the Amazing Human Series. I'm joined in this episode by my good friend, Troy Sandage. Troy, aka Find Troy on the internet, is one of my all-time favorite people. He has been so supportive and so amazing and kind and sweet and just like such an amazing friend over the past few months, year or so when we've really, really strongly been connected. I know I can go to him with anything, any questions, all all things social media related or marketing related. He's the guy. And above all that, he has just been through so, so much and he's still so willing to help out his friends and people he's never even met in real life. We've only ever known each other on the internet, and yet he would do anything for me. So I hope you guys really, really enjoy this episode. I'm biased because Troy is one of my all-time favorite people, but I hope you guys really do love him as well, and enjoy. Yay! What's up, Bree and the listeners? <laughs> you sound thrilled. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> People think it's fake, but I can turn it on like nothing. Like, let's go. Let's go. The more you get hearts about it, the more power and empowerment you'll bring to the table. Oh, I know. I know. So, <laughs> tell the people. I mean, obviously, I know why you're amazing, but... Tell the people a little bit about you and maybe a little of your, maybe what you do. Like, let's start background of what you do right now. Sure. So, hello, I'm Teresa Agashay. Um, <laughs> uh, I currently am the vice president of a creative agency in the Northwest suburbs of Chicago. Uh, but no one knows where Crystal Lake is, so I just say Chicago for short. <laughs> I'm about 25 miles from Chicago. Um you're a full tier agency, so I'm doing video, social, graphics, um, speaking, representing the company, all that fun, cool, awesome, late night, no one knows the real struggle uh, stuff. Um, aside from that, I've been married um, three years now, I'm going on four. Um, I have no pets, so I have no fun stores with pets um, directly, unfortunately, as long as you want one. Um, so outside of that, I do, fun fact about me, I write poetry. Another fun fact about me, I actually did musical tours. I was on Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat, and I was on Godspell as well. So it was a brief moment in time where I thought I was really going to be a performer. Um, then I was like, eh, I'm not about that life fully, but you can see as I engage, I'm very um, energetic, and I change my voice a lot, and I talk really fast, so I'm excited, so... I apologize for the listeners in advance. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, friends. Not really, actually. It's uh, coming off of just talking with um, Dan Willis. Ooh. 
So he's got some serious energy as well, that dude. <laughs> yes, he does. He sure Ooh, does. Love that guy, though. So what's the um, what's uh, what are you talking about? Like when you're speaking nowadays and that whole thing. What's what's your topics of conversation? As far as speaking or just in general? Um, like speaking when you're doing speaking. Okay, got you. Sorry. Um, ironically enough, I was really coming into you know we're both in the social media world, so that's my thing. Um, I live, breathe, and do it all the time. I'm on the platform all the time, so. Social media is one of my top ones, digital marketing. I think that was a pivot happened probably, uh, um, I'd say a month or two months ago. Uh, I was talking to Brian Fanzo, and um, I should also share my story a little bit with Chris Strub as well, two awesome social media influencers that seem to be know pretty well. Hmm. Um, but they kind of pivoted me to like, share your story, not just talk about social or digital marketing or all of it that we do on a daily basis, which is you personally. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, I was uh, kind of like, I don't know. I don't really know about that type of stuff, you know. <laughs> I, I, my biggest thing is people think uh, you have to have some very, thing, very tragic or something really crazy happening to you before you can express yourself. And I was that person who was like, nah, I don't want to be that type of person to use that as a way to make money. And I know a lot of people don't think like that, but that's how I thought originally. Like, I, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? I feel um, like, so I'm, not to cut you off, uh, but I feel like in that, that like vein of things, like people typically yeah. personally get the feeling of like, well, my story's this, but like there's way worse stories out there or whatever. So they just like think right. their story's not valuable. Right. Sorry to cut you off, but that's. <laughs> no, you're good. I totally agree with you. I think, you know, have you ever been in a room, just to kind of pivot a little bit, and you're having a conversation with someone, and then they, it's like you're fighting to see who has the strongest or worst pity party story, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this happened to me. Oh, you think that's rough? This happened to me. Yeah, well, exactly. I left out some stuff about how bad my story was. And it's like, <laughs> why, why do we got to. Let's not focus on that. But focus on the, the ingredients, the, the the nuts and bolts that get you to where you want to go. Exactly. Um, so for me, I was a little skeptical about it, and I don't want people to like, you know, treat me differently. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, I think to some degree, especially in the workplace, if you don't have to indulge health issues or mental issues, not that that's not that you shouldn't have to. You should be able to be. This is me fully inclusively 100%. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, there comes a point when you come to the workplace that there's a little bit of hesitation when you expose too much right away. I'm just expressing enough to get the job, to take care of my family, um, to obviously keep food on the table through whatever you, your goals and ambitions are and go from there. So again, circling back with Brian Fanzo, Chris Strauss, and a few others, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? And uh, they're like, just do it. <laughs> so um, I think I've shared it four to five times now. So I'm one of those people who like cut right to the point and then explain that later. So right to the point, I'm the person who survived three brain surgeries. Um, the second brain surgery, I actually forgot who I was for about a few, I'd say an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one was the, the actually easy. The second one was the worst one. Um, but all through all of that, I'm still trying to provide my family, still working. Um, literally after the surgery was over, and I was able to um, function, I was on my computer trying to keep work going. So you can only imagine when I say I'm a workaholic, like I, I'm true true about that. No um, 
But we can talk about that as a long conversation. But just kind of you know, keep people's interest. You don't want to keep talking and badgering. You're like, all right, where's the point? Where are we going with this? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But it's funny. The last few topics I've spoken about, uh, one of them was called um, Forging Resilience Through uh, Rejection and the Art of Not Being Defeated. Both of those are a little bit different, but they coexist, coincide um, with kind of my story, my resiliency, uh, my dealing with failure, my dealing with insecurity, doubt, fear, and ultimately death, honestly. People don't like to hear the word. They just say the word, people just get all kind of funny about it. Mm-hmm. But that was something I had to come to terms with. And it sounds like, wow, you're so empowering. Wow, you have, you must have been born genetically different to able to uh, take on all this stuff. I'm like, heck no. <laughs> the complete opposite. I mean, goodness. I mean, I'm only, well, now, at the time I was, when it first happened, I was 25. So I'm young, you know, I'm a quarter of my life, you know, mm-hmm. and that point, and this happens to you. And, you know, you think about money, you think about these things, you're like, what am I going to do? Not to mention, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're in business, if you're trying to grow your personal brand or have ambitions and goals, you throw in a big health scare in there, that changes everything. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so it's a big shocker. And we'll get to this later, but do I feel off the cuff that my situation makes me an amazing human being? Heck no. I no, do. Because <laughs> there's people who <laughs> there's people who go through way worse than me, who have gone through way worse, who have done yeah, more. And I, I agree. Think, but I think if <laughs> To say I'm amazing or to say my story is amazing is me not letting it kill me or me not being defined by what it was. Well, that's, yeah, I think think the thing that makes you amazing, not the situation, but just the how you've come out of it. And I think who you are now, because a lot of people will take things that happen to them and they'll become jaded or they'll become negative or they'll, they'll fight the wrong fight. Right. You know what I mean? So I think, in my opinion, the thing that makes you most amazing regarding that part of your life is just who you are now and how you've come from that in such a positive and inspiring way. Now you're talking about it, but there's so much you've done and nobody ever knew anything about that side of your life, right? Right. Rich is crazy. Uh, I think I didn't tell anyone publicly, socially. Uh, probably almost a year after it happened. Because hmm. there was just so much going on. Um, to be brief, I, I, let me tell you how random this was. Me and my then fiance were at a restaurant. Uh, server walks by like they normally do. She is in aerospace. She doesn't hold on. She falls. Well, she trips. The, the thing falls off her hand. It had some plates and dishes and mugs, things like that. Um, there was some contact with my head, probably hit me at the right angle at some weird thing. I wasn't knocked out, but it was stunned. Mm-hmm. And that led to a series of events where I'm having head issues, my vision's off, I'm forgetting stuff, wow. um, headaches. Um, and I don't have any history of headaches. Uh, that it progressed and progressed and progressed to a point uh, six months, seven months later. Uh, okay, Troy needs some surgery. I'm like, wait, 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 what? Wow. <laughs> what are you talking about right now? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that, that hits you very well. And I think, because I'll probably tie it into some of what I spoke about. One thing I was thinking about, because I like to take notes so I can keep on path, 
uh, it's funny, but it's true. Six things that are inevitable in life, right? Conflicts, getting hungry, uh, getting old, um, failing at something, uh, taking something important for granted, and mm-hmm. death. And so, obviously, we never talk about death. Uh, obviously, we're always hungry. Um, <laughs> we never want to talk about getting old. Uh, no. We fail constantly at stuff. People don't realize it, but we do. We mm-hmm. take things for granted all the time. And let's be honest, as much as we go through life, we really still don't manage conflict well. Yeah. I mean, we may be easily able to, to handle, you and I both, we've handled social media before, or even now currently, and we dealt with people who slander people on for brands or whatever. That's me, okay, I can handle that. But if you deal with conflict, maybe internally with your significant other or your children or your family, that's a different ball, you know, game changing, which can affect you. Yeah. Um, so we're all trying to figure this out. And I think what I love about your series that you highlight these amazing human beings. Um, and it's like, for what? And it's not that we're celebrities. It's not that we make a lot of money. No. It's not that we're a name, a commodity or anything like that. I think just the joy of showing average day human beings who are basically superheroes in their own light, one way or another, to exactly. invoke positivity, invoke emotion of inspiration and emotion. Mm-hmm. and make us show that we're actually much smaller than what we think we are. Like, we're really close, and I've yet privileged to meet you in person yet. Yeah. But <laughs> yet, with that relation, I would be more inclined to hug you and we talk for hours and hours versus people I have met. I'm like, eh, we might, we might get two minutes of conversation out of me. Yeah. Why? Because it's, that's the power of technology, too. So true. So I think what you're doing is amazing. You're an amazing. You're the, <laughs> the catalyst of amazingness, if I can tell the listeners, hands down. Well, thank um, you. You can't flip it back on me like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think everyone has a social. story, and you know that. <laughs> you're a great storyteller. No. But everyone's got no. their thing. And I don't, you've always been a consistent amazing human in my world so i really do appreciate you always and it's our friend anniversary today it is perfect timing <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i got a little emotional because i was trying to figure out and I was like, what was so the cute. first conversation we had you know yeah i i, I know you were referring to by somebody else or maybe vice versa from you but I don't remember where that link was. And thanks for urging me because I feel like I should be able to know what it was. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. It's funny. So some people can really pinpoint those. They're like, yeah, we met at this point or on this platform or whatever. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> right? I, it still scares me. Not scares me, like, oh, I'm terrified, but like, blows my mind how technology has allowed us to be the window of just connect with people on such a intimate level without meeting anyone there's a good friend of mine zola and slovenia never met her but she feels like a sister to me yeah <laughs> you know it's just i'm so i think that's also the power of technology too and that's a joy of these podcasts and the series is just hey if you're driving if you're cleaning the house if you're working late and you pop this bad boy in or you're listening whatever channel you're listening on and it makes you smile makes you feel like you're not left alone then Hell yeah, you're amazing. You know? Exactly. It's, <laughs> we all have this little thing in us that's that's unique to us and makes us amazing. And I just like finding that and highlighting that in people or making them talk about their story and they won't do it anywhere else. So pull them on here and 
drag it out of them if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I better get to the nitty gritty because they're probably wondering. So yeah, I left off a lot of stuff so people can continue listening. Ha uh-huh, ha! Surprise. <laughs> um, so I like to start off with people saying, "Okay, this is what I've done." And you're like, "Oh wow, you look at all that." I'm like, "Let me do my life in reverse." So. Again, I'm only 27, but I'm, I feel like at first I'm just getting started. I don't even, I don't have a tendency to look at my achievements because I'm always like, I, I don't take it for granted. I'm always trying to expect things, but <laughs> just like some context here. So some fun facts about me. I've been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, ABC, NBC, Chicago Tribune, Huffington Post, blah, 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 blah. I've worked with AT&T, GE, United Way, Urban League, Salvation Army, DP. Um, I've done international live streams. Uh, traveling internationally for work, ran social media campaigns to get current, multiple current congressmen and women into office. Um, I'm also, fun fact, a national battle champion, which was way back in the day. Hmm. And I actually won a national competition for painting Jesus walking on water. Um, wow. And again, as I said before, I'm vice president of an agency. So that's all great. That's, you know, wow, you know, you're impressive. You're, you must be really living the life. Well, <laughs> so let's go back. I was born January 31st, 1992. You're probably like, what's the big deal about that date? Not much. Only that I was three months premature. Yikes. Um, fewer than, uh, I believe, fewer than 1% of babies in the United States are born earlier than 30 weeks. So, again, I was three months. So, mm-hmm. most babies are born between five pounds, eight ounces, to about eight pounds, 13 ounces. I was born two pounds and two ounces. So to make that fit in a little bit more, two pounds, two ounces is like the equivalency of two packages of bacon plus one golf ball plus two pennies and four dimes. Wow. That's how much I weighed when I was born. Um, that was in 1992. Uh, Valentine's Day in 1999, my birth mother passed away of chronic health failure. Um, she suffered lupus since she was 14 years old. Wow. So, okay, you're born premature, but spoiler I live. Um, <laughs> but the thing I left off about when I was born, I actually had to get two surgeries when I was born um, because I had a leak in my bowel, which just sounds crazy. Um, but my bowels are like leaking back into my stomach. So right. imagine you're doing surgery on a GI Joe, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what they were doing with me. And then I was in an incubator for three months because wow. I, I wasn't able to go out and everything. and they're concerned, um, would my brain be fully functional? Would I be um, any, you know, just any ailments or things like that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then lost my mother in 1999. And then, you know, later on in life, uh, I was blessed with the new stepmom. Who kudos to all the stepmoms out there who are <laughs> killing it. Who I think it's it's a bigger thing when someone chooses to love a child that they didn't give birth to. Mm-hmm. That to me is like one of the most courageous things any woman can do um take on someone who's not your own and mm-hmm. love them unconditionally like their own and my stepmom did just and i know that's not the case with yeah. every stepmom case unfortunately yeah. um but she just stepped right in and she just made me who i am she would this, this is a lady who i would get a 99 percent on a test and be like but you didn't get 100 why <laughs> and it would push me to make sure that Next time around, I get that one percent. And it wasn't so much that she expected perfection, but she always wanted to make sure there's always room for improvement. Don't ever think you're entitled. 
everything, no matter what title you get, what role you get, how much money you make, wherever you go in life, that you feel like you're at the top. Because at any moment, something can happen, not to make anyone paranoid, that could bring you back down mm-hmm. somewhere where you never want to be. Sure. So that's my life. I'm, you know, I'm black in America. So, you know, you <laughs> deal with racism. You deal with, uh, I was always that one black kid in all the AP classes. Um, in college, I was always that one black kid in the higher up classes. You know, it's just what it was. Yeah. You know, it's, I would never, could you imagine bringing your back in high school that you had Snapchat and TikTok and Twitter? Oh, God. How much nope. drama field it would be? Nope. <laughs> I, I, nope. I, I got on TikTok a month ago just to see how it was. And actually, I like the interface. It's actually very addictive. Yeah, You'll find yourself being on there for hours without even thinking twice about it. But I can see how people can get bullied and feel ostracized from the groups. For sure. And want to do ridiculous things to feel, you know, part of the group. And I think that's one thing that when we're trying to talk about people who are amazing or trying to discover your own amazingness, if you will, is to don't compare yourself with everybody else. No, definitely. That's not. like you are your own thing. Like Brie, you have your own story. You have things that I wish I, I wish I could. I wish I had your fashion. I wish I had your style and approach for you coming to them. Like, how did she think of that? that, that I that, that's something I just can't do. <laughs> and my first is just I can appreciate that. I want that. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Be your own person. If you don't take anything else away from this episode or this series is that you are amazing in your own light, your own merit. Don't think you're not amazing because you're not making that much money or so-and-so has a big house, a big family, and you're not married yet or whatever your comparison is. More whatever. You don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah. You don't know what the other side is. I mean, I know some influencers who have millions of followers are always big online, but guess what? They're alone. Mm -hmm. They're lonely. Yeah. The only reason they're able to crank out as much content and do as much as they do is because they have no one on the other side when the phone's turned off, when the computer screen is turned off. Yeah. They have no one else to come home to. So they're mm-hmm. always online to cope with that situation. Yeah. So the grass doesn't look always green on the other side. So, so, so true. So, um, as I mentioned, 2015, when this happened, I got hit in the head. And... This, that was in, in August when I had the, my first search. So in a nutshell, my new reality was that I had hydrocephalus. I don't know if listeners or you have ever heard what that is. Um, in a nutshell, hydrocephalus is uh, a condition in which uh, there is an excessive accumulation of cerebral spinal fluid. So if you don't know, your, your brain floats. Doesn't, you know, it floats. So... Hmm. Uh, within the brain resulting in increased pressure. So uh, let's say the average amount is, I don't know, uh, a few ounces or whatever. Just, I'm just, it's not real, but I'm just trying to get some example. Yeah. And let's say I'm making like two to five times that amount of fluid. Yeah. So have you ever poured water into a pot like you're cooking <laughs> and try to close the top on the lid while you're still pouring water in? And then the lid falls off because it's making so much fluid. That's basically what my brain is doing. Wow. To a point where it's pushing my brain to hit the top of my skull. Um, and if you've never experienced that, I would never wish that on my worst enemy. No it's some, some trippy stuff. Um, but I parallel with this. So the context is I was getting married in 2015. 
<laughs> so I got brain surgery in August, uh, August of 2015. Two months later, I was supposed to get married. So everyone's like, we're putting the marriage on hold. They don't know what's going on. Um, I'm still trying to do my job. <laughs> I was looking for a global contract manufacturer at the time, and I managed all their marketing globally. So that was a lot on me. And I'm working probably between 70 to 90 hours a week, wow. maybe a little more, less give or take. All that's going on, I'm still having surgery. Um, and it's one thing when you have a, you know, your leg, your arm, but it's your brain. Yeah. You know, that's, that's you. It's a little crucial. Um, a little bit, you know, that's your identity. <laughs> so I'm over here like, uh, so here's, this is the same year, I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Lego movie came out. Or if, no, it probably didn't come out. But I remember I was watching the Lego movie the day I had the surgery. Me and my fiance were sitting in the hospital, press waiting, and I was watching the whole movie. And I'm like, everything is awesome. <laughs> and I just kept singing that song. I know that sounds cliche, but it's a true story. Uh, very true story. And we're sitting here, and she's like, why are we watching this? I'm like, okay, number one, I love Legos. It's a real <laughs> movie now, it's a thing. Uh, so, well, so I, side note, I used to be an engineer. And I love Lego, so it kind oh, of like awesome. brings up a child in me. Um, and then, I don't know. I don't like the positivity of the movie. And I just thought it was kind of funny that of all the things I can watch, I'm watching a Lego movie. Right this is such a happy so movie, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right? right? Oh, <laughs> man. My, 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 my dream, if I ever could, I would love to animate. I would love to be a voice uh, for a movie. That'd be awesome. Show. That'd be so oh, cool. I would, yeah, I'd be I know, down, right? <laughs> Oh, man. So that was that one. I'm like, okay. And I come up with surgery on the other end. And I was worried about me, wondering what my fiance going to do. Um, and lo and behold, I was going to walk down the Oh, I was going to walk down the aisle. I was there. I got married. And we were gone. Everyone's like, wow, you're really resilient. Um, keep going, whatever. And that's good. You know, we went through the honeymoon. There was some concerns for me flying and other things that I couldn't do because I was still recovering. But it was a good time. And, you know, life's good, okay, you don't have to worry about it no more. <laughs> then it happened again um, that I needed another surgery the following year, like not even a year later. Uh, this The problem was I was making even more fluid, which is crazy. Wow. Uh, so the first time what they basically did was put like a hole in one of my ventricles. Shout out to my friends at Next Gen Dynamics and Troy would be the VP of this company, but shout out to them because they are one reason that this is even happening. They were very, very generous in sponsoring this podcast. So make sure you go check them out at nextgendynamics.com. They're um, a powerhouse team of Digital, video, design, social media, creatives, they've got it all and they are absolutely fantastic at at what they do. So make sure you go check them out. Again, nextgendynamics.com. Just kind of drain it out, you know? Mm -hmm. That's low. But it wasn't working. So I had to get what is called a shunt. Think of it like a subcomp. I know that some people who I said it to, they laugh, but it's kind of regulate your fluid. Get your certain point, then it dumps it down. 
So yeah. it's like a little plastic thing that's in my brain. Uh, it reads the levels, and then it has a tube that goes down my not my neck to my abdomen to dump it out the extra excess fluid. Hmm. Um, now let me tell y'all this. <laughs> when I woke up from that one, I I woke up and I didn't know who I was, but I knew who I was. And if anyone's ever experienced that kind of sensation, it's trippy, right? It is That's totally, good. totally trippy. Um, imagine, have you ever had a dream where it felt so real, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. but you still felt like you still stuck in the dream? Mm-hmm. That's basically what was going on. I didn't know who I was, wow. but I kind of knew who I was. And so the nurse that called me by my name, I didn't know. She was where are you? I'm like, I don't know. What's your name? I don't know. She thought I was playing. So <laughs> she did this whole technique to scare me, which was really funny on her part. She's like, oh, well, if you don't tell me who you are right now, I'm going to put you back on there. And I'm kind of like, I, I don't know who you are. I don't know where I am. I don't know why you call me Troy or whatever. So they actually put me back under. Just wow. Maybe I need more time for my brain to um, regulate. Um, I was under some heavy anesthesia, so that could have been part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I came back up again, um, I knew who I was then. And it's funny because uh, I had said her name. She's like, how did you know my name? I never told you. I'm like, well, your name's on your name tag. And I can <laughs> read, so there's that. And we had a good laugh about it. So, again, life is good. You know, we're, we're getting it, we're getting it. Small hiccup, whatever. Until it wasn't. So oh, at December, okay. toward Christmas time, I was having some real bad pain again. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. I went to them. They couldn't find anything. So they, they didn't think I was crazy. They just said they couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. And later they looked at some other tests and kind of found out something in my shunt area was broken. Yikes. It was a, a, a malfunction or something. Uh, one of the small pieces. So they had to go back in and see what another one. The third surgery. And this time I was distraught. I was just... You know, if you're ever religious, you know, if you're listening and you are, you totally understand where I'm coming from. I mean, if you're not, you will find yourself asking the same questions about a formality. For sure. Why God? Why me? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, why? So, and, you know, I'm thinking about, okay, this is what I have to deal with the rest of my life. You know, I don't want my wife to have to deal with these stuff or this. We're too young, you know, to go through something like this. It's not that it's just tailored to older people, but, you know, it just hurts. Mm-hmm. You have to see a loved one, you know, treat you have to deal with certain things. With. And they've never been a caregiver for someone. It is stressful. It's taxating. It's a lot, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I went I went through it. That was in January. And that was a week or two before my birthday. Okay. So mm-hmm. 2017 was, as I've said this before, to many people, was the hardest year of my life. So I started off the brain surgery in January. I then left my... It's been a really good job. Uh, obviously, you know, when you work, you want a little more compensation. You want, you have other aspirations and goals. And sometimes after a while, you take a leap of faith and just jump the gun to, mm-hmm. you know, pursue them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did. A good opportunity showed up. And it didn't work out. It wasn't anything of my own. They just wasn't ready for the commitment to really meet me to make it where they needed to go. Mm-hmm. And I found myself without a job. So that led to me having over 13 jobs in 2017. I mean, I was an executive. I was a social media manager. I um, was a creative director and all these different nuances. And then there was two times wow. I worked three jobs at one time. I was working for Amazon and FedEx. And let me tell you, Amazon was fun. I mean, I always say adapt. Always <laughs> oh, do yeah. all possible things. 
Yeah. Um, so some people they have that mentality of, oh, I'll never uh, do retail, or I'll never do that again. I'm I'm too I'm too big for that. And the, mm-hmm. the black community, the the slang term is, I'm too bougie for that. Um, <laughs> you can take my wife for that little nugget there. Look that up on <laughs> UrbanDictionary.com. You'll little nugget there for you guys and for people from New Orleans, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Um, they're really stuck up about that. And I'm like, really, if you want to be successful in life, you got to be able to adapt. Totally. So let's say you want to do a certain position right now, for some reason the jobs aren't calling. Okay, my wife needs me to pay the bills, I need to eat. So uh-huh. homeboy knows I got the skill set to do a good job, but I can't. So I took the jobs at once. I worked, you know, 20 hours a day to try to maintain it. Somehow God and everyone gave me the grace uh, to maintain that until another object came up. And then the job would work for three or four months and they let me go. And after about my 12th job, I was kind of like, all right, brain surgery, 12 jobs, working like a dog, not get anywhere. What's going on with my life right now? Like, is, Am I being punished for something? You know, mm-hmm. we always, when things go wrong, you're just, you know, when you things go wrong, you pile up all the negative that ever happened in life. You think about all the things that, you know, maybe parents or family members say, well, why do you say you shouldn't be pursuing this? You're, you're not good at it as you thought you were, or your <laughs> entrepreneurship business will never come off the ground, or, oh, you only made 100 bucks this month? Wow, you're really living the life, huh? You know, those <laughs> things stick with you. Yeah. And in that moment, I kid you not, I'm, I was sitting, uh, this moment, I was sitting on my couch, and I was scrolling through Instagram, and I thought, of course, I'm watching your IG stories that day, uh, the you stories that day, and then it just kind of hit me like, there's I don't know, uh, there was one I just where I saw where there was someone my age, it wasn't me, a little bit younger, who was I think in Great Britain, who lost both his legs and his arm. Wow. And he, uh, I believe, was a music teacher for some fourth graders. And no matter how bad it gets, you have to always think. There's almost someone who's doing more than me with less than what I have. Mm-hmm. And if you think about that and start thinking about how thankful you are, then it comes home. So for me, I was so mm-hmm. focused on not having a job that I realized, hey, guess what? You haven't had it. You haven't missed the hospital. You haven't had any brain headaches or anything real serious folks about you are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you're actually able to do all this physical labor that normally you wouldn't be able to do to maintain you know, enough money to get by, pay rent, food, everything else. Wow. Be thankful for that. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I was so focused on what I was struggling with. I didn't realize everything I was able to still do despite of it. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, many times we don't think, if you thought about every time that you had to breathe, you would go crazy. Totally. You would actually <laughs> go crazy. Um, there was a point where uh, I had to think, about moving my arm and think about moving my leg. Wow. You think about moving your arm. Like, you just do it. Yeah, it you just tight. You just tight. But there was, for me, there was a point where I had to think about all those things for a long period of time. Okay. And that sounds crazy. Like, you might not understand that, but uh, that was my reality. So, bringing them on home, okay, you see the vice president. You see, I've done all these different things. Look what it took me to get there. If I would have gave up, if I would have just quit, mm-hmm. then. The whole fine shore that people see today would have never happened. And yet, and still, to most people, I didn't disclose what was going on in my life. No. Nope. I still kept it positive. I still was doing live streams. I still was traveling to do events. And even when I didn't have a job, 
I, one of the best things that ever happened to me, and I would suggest for the people who are in between work or in between in a funk and everything, mm-hmm. is to just go somewhere. I went somewhere on a limb um, <laughs> to do social media work for free for at a collision conference when I didn't have a job. I kid you not, that was the best thing that ever happened to me during that whole period of stretch because wow. I was networking, I was connecting with other people, I forgot about my problems, I was outside of my local area, so everything was new to me. Mm-hmm. And I can really get perspective on, hey, you're not you're not where you want to be right now, but you're really good at it. And another thing, I think, Bree, you're a big, whether you believe it or not, you're a big pivotal point in my life during a lot of time. Surround yourself with people. Hmm. That doesn't necessarily have to be in your industry, but it helps yeah. if you're talking about some business connections. Just totally. people who will support you, who are, you know, that, 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 uh, this is a wrong analogy, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't care. Um, who give you that high, who, who you know, you message them, they'll listen, and they'll just give you that, that shot of positiveness or energy you need to get through the day. Oh, yeah. Or who will just listen. Yep. You know, it's not always about, um, have people to go to get drinks with. There's some people who just sit around and just listen to you rant for an hour who aren't going to be faking about it after the first five minutes or space out after the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Actually, listen with all you have to say. And at the end of it, maybe just give you some advice or just maybe give their point of view or share a story like we're doing right now to encourage other people. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> again, I don't think I'm amazing. I don't think that I am. You are. I think, <laughs> again, <laughs> my inner circle people breathe pointing me out here but again as i'm saying i'm not amazing as i am but for the brief moment i don't think i'm amazing i think that given what life has given me instead of me quitting i surrounded myself with a deeper circle of people who gave me positivity and energy i had a good support system i let go of a lot of things that i couldn't control and i took it day by day mm-hmm. it's like okay i problem solving here mm-hmm. um how'd you suffer is this temporary or permanent? It's permanent. Okay, well, I better get used to this and adapt. Um, is having a job, is that temporary, not having a job, is that temporary or permanent? Temporary. Eventually, someone's going to see the value in you. So oh. let's say maybe it was a blessing that all the doors that didn't open for you was because you had to find the right one that was. Mm-hmm. And then that's in hindsight. In the moment, in the present day, you will never see that. But when everything lines up, oh, you'll understand. People hmm. see, oh, you have a title, a vice presidency, whatever. I'm like, that's great. But titles mean absolutely nothing to me. I want to provide for my family. I want to do what I love to do, which is social media, digital marketing. And I also have a different fast Sure, they, that title's great. But <laughs> more so than that, I have the pleasure and joy to, when I, you know, the stars have to line and I do a lot of operations, I don't handle every decision making, but hmm. I have the opportunity to bring on people on board give them the opportunity, a good salary, take care of their family, get up to do what they love to do for a living. That to me is like a reward for all the times I didn't have a job where I was yeah. a guy on the living table just <laughs> asking for an opportunity. Um, so be able to flip that around is pretty great. Yeah, But awesome. I feel like I talk so much about me right now. That's the point. That's the point. <laughs> I think it's but, awesome. Your story is pretty crazy. Like, I just, I don't think many people, either they aren't sharing it the way you do, or they just like, Mm -hmm. you have a wild story, whether you want (laughs) to accept that or not, you just do. And it does make you, and all of that, like, 
it's not all of the things that have happened to you that make you amazing. It's who you are right now that makes you amazing in my eyes. Like I said before, it's the person that's come out on this side of it. And I think that you'll continue to do that your whole life, no matter what gets thrown at you. It's just the, there's something about you that is very, very (laughs) resilient or I don't know, maybe just the, whatever you believe in God or the universe or whatever your thing is. Sure, yeah. Like, they know that you could handle it because otherwise you wouldn't be thrown these things, right? So it's wild, Damn. but your uh, your whole story is just inspiring. I think that anybody I'm... listening to this has to realize that if you can get through all of those things and be the person uh-huh. you are today, that anyone can really get through anything. And And of course, there is things worse than you and people have had way worse happen like that guy to lose your arms and your legs and uh-huh. we take things for granted all the time but that's his story and this is yours and it does make you amazing even though you won't fess up to it <laughs> i know <laughs> i know you like quotes so i'm gonna i'm gonna read you one okay uh this is by elizabeth edwards resilience is accepting your new reality even if it's less good than the one you had before you can fight it you can do nothing but scream about it, what you've lost, or you can accept that and try to put together something that's good. And I think that's just us as humans. That's what makes us human. Totally. The fact that we continue to defy what people throw at us, what society throw at us, what the world or just life in general throws. Life is not perfect. And whether we want to live under a rock and think that everything's going to work out new spots we are not owed anything nope. no one owes you anything you have to work hard for now no i don't agree with the whole hustle shots where you just gotta hustle 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 hustle, no, hustle, hustle, hustle. and never have time for family network connection uh watching game of thrones which i've never seen an episode yet but one of these days i'll just binge it with all this smoke clears i digress <laughs> um there is time for other things don't but also, let's keep, for example, you can't have everything at once. No. I was a pretty fit person um, before my surgeries. After my surgeries, I really couldn't get as fit as I'd like to because I simply couldn't go to the gym like I wanted to. And that made me insecure about myself for the first time in a long, in a long time. But yet, I was able to do other things, grow my network, grow my following, uh, define who I was from a personal standpoint. Like you can't have everything at once. Let's say you have a, you have a great family. But you don't have the job that you want, but you can get fit and you don't have to the gym. You can't have everything at once. It's almost like you gotta formulate. This is what I'm focus on this next this whole year. We want to focus on next year and work towards those type of goals. You won't be able to be rich, be fit, you know, be the top dog and everything without having something else sacrifice, whether it's your family time, whatever. Find out what's most important to you yeah. that you can't live without or that you even get like me personally I'm at this point in my life where I actually have to schedule out time mm-hmm. to connect with like a lot of my close close digital friends because I don't want to lose those relationships I mean we might like and comment but even right now we're doing it for the purpose of the podcast I'm still feel like I'm bonding with you for so solidifying that relationship yeah so I schedule out time for those things that are matter most so okay to wrap this up for me I'm going to say mm-hmm. mm, five things that you need to do to be an amazing human being Okay. And I'm going to do this on the fly, guys. This is not nothing rehearsed. I don't have nothing written down. I'm just going to do this on the fly. Number one 
if you think you're not amazing, and that's wrong. You're already amazing by default. I always say when I go to speak now, close your eyes. Open your eyes. Did you wake up? Yes. Did you get out of bed? Yes. Despite what happened yesterday, last month, last year, whatever that might be, you mm-hmm. got up and you still did perform. And maybe you don't like the job, but you got up and went to work. You are amazing. Because there's a lot of people who, A, didn't work at all, B, who just quit and didn't try or gave up. Yep. So you're amazing off the cuff. <laughs> um, number two, be goal-oriented. That sounds cliche. It sounds silly. You see it on all the little cute little blogs out there, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. Write down whether I don't write, I type. So type down in a notepad <laughs> somewhere or whatever you want to use. Or for me, if you want to tweet about it, go ahead and tweet your goals for 2019, hashtag goals 2019, whatever it might be. <laughs> write them all down. Yep. All right. Save the link and then see where you're at six months. Mm-hmm. Start marking them up because visually, Seeing things that you planned that you want to do going coming to fruition is a huge impact on your mind, a yep. huge impact on for you not to give up. Um, number three, surround yourself, as I said before, with the right system. If you're around people who are negative Nancy, who, okay, have you ever got, a, have you ever got sick or you're trying to say, hey, I have a problem in my life and they don't try to give you encouragement and they just oh yeah you can't do it you should try you should give up mm-hmm. you don't want to surround yourself with people mm-hmm. i always say do 60 40 you want 40 percent of the people who are on your level who either understanding from a business standpoint or industry standpoint or understanding from maybe your religious beliefs or your moral beliefs or just common ground is relationship building then 60 percent people who you aspire to become are not literally, but as far as where they are with their level, maybe their skill set, maybe their title, um, maybe consider them as mentors or deep leaders who can give you those insights, those nuggets, or connections that can help you grow with the fellow. Number four, and this is like a constant thing, is you're constantly finding your purpose. Purpose has a long, as people want to know, how did I? get through all these brain surgeries? How did I, you know, people have lost their parents and had to go to, you know, had a, that was a big mental health toll on them where they had to take medicine, um, they do all those things. Um, how did you get through all of this? And it looks like you did it unscathed, like it was natural to you. Well, trust and believe that is not the case at all. <laughs> the grass is not with green on the other side. Our jobs and social is to make ourselves look good. If you're talking about how bad your life is, then you probably should turn off your phone for a little bit, not be a Donald Trump, and <laughs> just focus on your life for a while. Yeah, talk, Social talk. is not therapy. Social <laughs> media is not therapy. You do, that's the worst thing you can do. If you're in a relationship, do not talk about your relationship problems on social media. Just don't do it. Um, <laughs> there's so much other things, but that's another social media PR thing for another day. My point is, find your purpose. When you find your purpose consistently, you'll be fine. You'll have an ability to stay focused and have the ability to keep going. So no matter how bad things get, I know I want to get to point B. <laughs> so I always tell people, all right, how did you get to California? Well, someone drove their car. It took them 12 hours to get there. Someone flew. It took them four hours to get there. Mm-hmm. Someone took a train. It took them three days to get there. Someone <laughs> walked. It took them a month to get there. But to me, it doesn't matter how you got there. 
as long as you keep one step in front of the other, you get there. So if you're 45 and you're thinking of getting your bachelor's degree, so what? Who cares if it took you that long to get it? Yeah. Something else came up. Exactly. You know, if you were 61 years old and now you're inspired to go into entrepreneurship as a chef because you've been a good cook your whole life and you want to do it, do it. I yeah, mean, totally. No one's holding you back but you. Um, and number five, I will say, as I used before, adapt. Always do all possible things. If you remember that and you approach it to your life, it's not the secret. There is no secret ingredient to life. There is no secret sauce to life. There is no secret thing to success. <laughs> you define your success. Yeah. But adapting, you, in a nutshell, no matter what comes at you, you don't think it's the end. So what? I mean, yeah, in a nutshell, yeah. Did I find <laughs> the brand surgeries? Heck yeah. Did it hurt like hell? Yeah. Heck yeah. Did yeah. I cry? <laughs> I don't know how much. Um, <laughs> did I want to give up? Way too many times. How many times did I want to go up, go to work the next day? No. Was I in pain going to work? Yes. Was I in pain doing live streams? Yes. Was I in pain doing Twitter chats? Yes. Was I in pain doing <laughs> a different job? Yes. Did I still miss my birth mom and wish I had more time with her? Yes. All these things come to fruition yeah. um, that I have to deal with. But at the end of the day, hey, I'm doing pretty good for myself. <laughs> Is my life perfect? No. Does it look perfect? I hope not. No. <laughs> I want people to know I'm just an average day human being. Um, but that's what makes us so amazing. Me and Brie both, even people listening, that's what makes you amazing. This isn't no self-help podcast. This isn't no brother <laughs> you're up with 25 quotes and five things you need to remember to be the, your best self. We're not about that life. No. Anyone else could tell you that. The reality is you are your best self. Focus on yourself. And hey, this is meant to show you that you're not alone. This is meant to show that you don't need to go through what I went through to be amazing. Mm-hmm. It, like I said, if you got up the next day and you still went to work, you that boss, maybe a pain in your butt, mm-hmm. good for you. You're, <laughs> you're killing it, man. Exactly. Killing it, girl. Exactly. You know, you're the rock star that you guys are, for, mm-hmm. sure. for sure. And I hope that if anything you take away from this podcast with my little nuances, if you don't remember anything about me, you just to continue to adapt. And that's all I'm doing every freaking day. Mm-hmm. And nothing's promised to you. That's why I love the opportunity to connect and network and do what I do the best because I recognize life is short. Not Very. That I'm paranoid and think I'm going to get hit by a train like it's final destination or something after this podcast. <laughs> I don't want or anything. Yeah, but never know. <laughs> take a step back to don't take anything for granted. Yeah. You know, it's any point in your relationship where you're upset with that individual or a group of individuals. Mm-hmm. Is it worth being mad for a week? <laughs> if that was your last conversation that you had with that person? Exactly. Or just make it right and call it a day. Yep. It's so, time so true. So, you know, be amazing to you, jump for them, <laughs> do all that you can do as long as you can do it or as much as you can. And yeah. then when you've done all you can and you can't do anything else, just wait and be patient. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got. Love it. Super, super accurate. All of it. All of the above. <laughs> okay. Now you have to answer these five last questions. Or yeah, six All last right, questions. Let's go. The, I'm ready. The sort of kind of not really um, rapid fire. Okay. So first one is, if you okay. could be a member of any TV sitcom family, which would it be? I got this lost. Hands down. Hands oh, down. yeah? <laughs> yep, All right. Okay. Put me on that island. Let's go. Oh, boy. If you were invisible <laughs> and could go anywhere, where would you go? 
Ooh, that's tricky. All right. Not to get political, but my first answer, I would be in the White House. See what's going on there. <laughs> so, I can get the scoop. Totally. Um, if that wasn't an option, I think. It's an option. You can go anywhere you want. You're invisible. Mm. We'll never see you. Actually, I would prefer to be at Facebook headquarters in the boardroom meetings right now. Mm, yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. fantastic. Totally. That all would be the I Instagram want things. Sure. I want to hear all the Instagram things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be able to copy and paste in real life or undo in real life? Ooh. That's such a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like I need to ask side questions, but I can't. So I think the, the safest answer, since everything happens for a reason to get to where you are, if something didn't happen the way it was, you just added it kind of the way I was. So I'd say copy and paste, not undo. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what are you freakishly bad at? Ooh, oh, that's, that's life. Life. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on by a thread right now. Just guys. freakishly I have, bad I at life. <laughs> I make it look awesome, but I'm bad at it. Um, let's see. I'm really bad at. I'm really bad at spelling. Yeah. I'm really bad at spelling. That is my Achilles heel. Well, I'm not really good at spelling. Good thing. Thank there's... God I can type like a crazy person. And yeah, I was just gonna say. Good thing there's an app I'm for not, that. I'm not good at spelling, and I'm glad that I could just talk versus just if people judge me by my spelling skills. Yeah, I, I, I no, I was never really good at spelling bees, not not at all. Uh, no, nope. <laughs> fair enough. And then, uh, what product would you stockpile if you found out they weren't going to sell it anymore? Man, you're coming with a hard question. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't really eat sweets, but fun fact about me, my favorite candy of all time. If you ever need a trigger question to win a million dollars from Troy, this is the question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite candy is Twix. So if I ever found out that they were done with it, like they pulled with Twinkies for a brief moment and brought them back, but yeah. really was done with Twix, I would totally like get a whole ton of Twix for sure. <laughs> get a whole warehouse full of them. Make sure you put and them like, in the fridge or something. Right? Hopefully they last forever. But they yeah. Will, but that's awesome and then the last question is what are you most looking forward to in the next 10 years 10 years you know it does not make anyone feel sad but to tie into what we talked about this whole time when I was doing with everything I was going through um I didn't think I even had a year left I didn't think I'd make it to next year yeah um which is crazy so when you think of the future and you're in that type of mentality, you're so grateful for every moment that, you know, you spend your time what you're doing. So for me in 10 years, I, I hope Twitter's still around. <laughs> um, my, I guess for me, I would love to say that I've traveled a lot of different places, whether the United States, Canada, or the world, and interview people. I yeah. love, 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 love um, interviewing people and telling people's stories. That is like my thing, my jam. Like if a company were to pay me right now to fly across the country and like record their stories and be like on the news, whatever, I'm gone. I'm doing it in a heartbeat. That's yeah, like. that'd be amazing. So that's, that's, that's my dream job for sure. Uh, so that would be my thing. I think also um, 
justify it in there just to help other people. Um, I think people think, oh, you always want to help people. That's not natural. Mm-hmm. That really is who I am. I'm genuinely like, like to help people. If anyone says they're looking for a job, I would do everything I can to help them because I know how that feels for having it, especially yeah. if I know you personally. Or if I don't know you at all and you're a good person, hell yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to help people, make an impact on people's lives, whether it's through my story. I, one person heard my story, and this is a true story. I won't share the person's name. They said because of that, they had to deal with, they had like a tumor in their head, which mm-hmm. is, to my, from my personal opinion, worse than what I had to deal with. Yeah. Uh, and they heard my story, and they said because of that, they didn't, they, they chose to choose life versus committing suicide. Wow. And that struck a chord with me so hard. And I feel like if your life was meant to save one person mm-hmm. or your life is meant to encourage one person to do the thing that they never thought they did, and that person was the person who cured cancer or who made the new, the new Facebook or whatever, those people mm-hmm. are inspired by someone else who shared their story. Yep. So don't be afraid to not share your story. Share it. You don't know who the man to And for me, if all of that I had to go through was to save one person's life, so someone's mother could be saved, someone's daughter, someone's sister, someone's cousin, someone's work buddy could be saved for my story, it was all worth it. Totally agree. That's how I see it. Yep. So yeah, 100%. I completely agree with that. That's, that's super powerful. It got well, real quiet in here all of a sudden. I was like, oh my God, what happened? You just dropped the mic. That was it. Just like <laughs> end on that note because it was so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much though, really. Um, you're, you are amazing whether you want to believe it or not. And Aww. I appreciate you for coming on here and chatting and telling the world your story. You too, <laughs> I appreciate you so much. Y'all, she is amazing. If you don't yeah. follow her, you better get her follower. She's the best in the biz on Instagram, in my opinion. So, Thank you. You can find Troy I mean, at Find Troy on literally everything. He has nailed yeah. this branding thing at Find <laughs> Troy. <laughs> the easiest person to find on the internet. I hope so. I hope so. Definitely. <laughs> want to do this again sometime thank you for having me on thanks for coming on and to the listeners if you want some more positive juice or want us to do this again in our instagram live or whatever let us know we'll do it definitely okay bye